Genesis 41 17-42-17. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing on the bank of the Nile. When seven cows, well-fed and sleek, came up from the river and began to graze among the reeds. After them, seven other cows sickly, ugly, and thin came up. I have never seen such ugly cows in all the land of Egypt. Then the thin, ugly cows devoured the seven well-fed cows that were there first. When they had devoured them, however, no one could tell that they had done so, their appearance was as ugly as it had been before. Then I awoke. In my dream I also saw seven heads of grain, plump and ripe, growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads of grain sprouted withered, thin, and scorched by the east wind. And the thin heads of grain swallowed the seven plump ones. I told this dream to the magicians, but no one could explain it to me. At this, Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven ripe heads of grain are seven years. The dreams have the same meaning. Moreover, the seven thin, ugly cows that came up after them are seven years, and so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind they are seven years of famine. It is just as I said to Pharaoh, God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Behold, seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt. But seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance in the land of Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will devastate the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered, since the famine that follows it will be so severe. Moreover, because the dream was given to Pharaoh in two versions, the matter has been decreed by God, and he will carry it out shortly. Now, therefore, Pharaoh should look for a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh take action and appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. Under the authority of Pharaoh, let them collect all the excess food from these good years, that they may come and lay up the grain to be preserved as food in the cities. This food will be a reserve for the land during the seven years of famine to come upon the land of Egypt. Then the country will not perish in the famine. This proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, Can we find anyone like this man, in whom the Spirit of God abides? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my house, and all my people are to obey your commands. Only with regard to the throne will I be greater than you. Pharaoh also told Joseph, I hereby place you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed the signet ring from his finger, put it on Joseph's finger, clothed him in garments of fine linen, and placed a gold chain around his neck. He had Joseph ride in his second chariot, with men calling out before him, bow the knee. So he placed him over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh declared to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your permission, no one in all the land of Egypt shall lift his hand or foot. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zaphonath Pania, and he gave him Asenath daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, to be his wife. And Joseph took charge of all the land of Egypt. Now Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh king of Egypt. And Joseph left Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout the land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land brought forth bountifully. During those seven years, Joseph collected all the excess food in the land of Egypt and stored it in the cities. In every city he laid up the food from the fields around it. So Joseph stored up grain in such abundance, like the sand of the sea, that he stopped keeping track of it, for it was beyond measure. Before the years of famine arrived, two sons were born to Joseph by Asenath daughter of Potiphera, priest of On. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh, saying, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's household. And the second son he named Ephraim, saying, God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. When the seven years of abundance in the land of Egypt came to an end, 
the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had said. And although there was famine in every country, there was food throughout the land of Egypt. When extreme hunger came to all the land of Egypt and the people cried out to Pharaoh for food, he told all the Egyptians, go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. When the famine had spread over all the land, Joseph opened up all the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. And every nation came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain, because the famine was severe over all the earth. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why are you staring at one another? Look, he added, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us, so that we may live and not die. So ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he said, I am afraid that harm might befall him. So the sons of Israel were among those who came to buy grain, since the famine had also spread to the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was the ruler of the land, he was the one who sold grain to all its people. So when his brothers arrived, they bowed down before him with their faces to the ground. And when Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he treated them as strangers and spoke harshly to them. Where have you come from? He asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied. We are here to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Joseph remembered his dreams about them and said, You are spies. You have come to see if our land is vulnerable. Not so, my lord, they replied. Your servants have come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he told them. You have come to see if our land is vulnerable. But they answered, Your servants are twelve brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and one is no more. Then Joseph declared, Just as I said, you are spies. And this is how you will be tested, as surely as Pharaoh lives, you shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number to get your brother, the rest of you will be confined so that the truth of your words may be tested. If they are untrue, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. So Joseph imprisoned them for three days. Matthew 1324 24-46. He put before them another parable, saying, The kingdom of the heavens has become like a man having sown good seed in his field. And while the men are sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds in the midst of the wheat, and went away. And when the plants sprouted and produced fruit, then the weeds also appeared. And the servants, having approached the master of the house, said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, An enemy did this. And the servants said to him, Then do you desire that having gone forth, we should gather them? And he said, No, lest gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest, and in the time of the harvest I will say to the harvesters, First gather the weeds, and bind them into bundles in order to burn them, then gather together the wheat into my barn. He put before them another parable, saying, The kingdom of the heavens is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man having taken, sowed in his field. Which indeed is smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, it is greater than the garden plants, and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and encamp in its branches. He spoke to them another parable, The kingdom of the heavens is like leaven, which a woman having taken, hid in three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowds in parables, and he was not speaking to them without a parable. So that it might be fulfilled that having been spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things hidden from the foundation of the world. Then having dismissed the crowds, he went into the house. And his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. And answering he said, The one sowing the good seed is the son of man. 
and the field is the world, and the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom, and the weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy having sown them is the devil, and the harvest is the consummation of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Therefore, as the weeds are gathered and consumed in fire, so will it be in the consummation of the age. The Son of Man will send forth His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all the stumbling blocks and those practicing lawlessness. And they will cast them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. The one having ears, let him hear. The kingdom of the heavens is like treasure having been hidden in the field, which a man having found, hid. And for joy over it, he goes and he sells all that he has, and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of the heavens is like a merchant seeking fine pearls. And having found one very precious pearl, having gone away, he has sold all things as many as he had, and bought it. Psalm 18 1-15. For the choirmaster. Of David the servant of the Lord, who sang this song to the Lord on the day the Lord had delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. The cords of death encompassed me, the torrents of chaos overwhelmed me. The cords of shoal entangled me, the snares of death confronted me. In my distress I called upon the Lord, I cried to my God for help. From His temple He heard my voice, and my cry for His help reached His ears. Then the earth shook and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains trembled, they were shaken because He burned with anger. Smoke rose from His nostrils, and consuming fire came from His mouth, glowing coals blazed forth. He parted the heavens and came down with dark clouds beneath His feet. He mounted a cherub and flew, He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, and storm clouds a canopy around him. From the brightness of his presence his clouds advanced hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven, the voice of the Most High resounded hailstones and coals of fire. He shot his arrows and scattered the foes, he hurled lightning and routed them. The channels of the sea appeared, and the foundations of the world were exposed, at your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. Proverbs 4 1-6 Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction, pay attention and gain understanding. For I give you sound teaching, do not abandon my directive. When I was a son to my father, tender and the only child of my mother. He taught me and said, Let your heart lay hold of my words, keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget my words or turn from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will preserve you, love her, and she will guard you.